I'm telling you what, them songs, it's, it's, a, it's a neat how the songs relate to your message, how God works. You know, they didn't know my message, and I didn't even know my message. But uh, God did, and God knew the songs to pick. And my gosh, my God did the right thing, because that song right there is about take control, and that's what we need to do in our lives. We need to get our mindset different from the way we're thinking these days. We have to change our minds. We have to get us thinking about how God works in our lives and how we should be calling on God every day. Amen. Right? I mean, not every day, but every second of the day. Because you know, you know the devil's out there and he's trying to get you. Right? Uh, well, the devil, he throws temptations at us all the time. He throws depression, he throws money, he throws family, he throws... De- you know, everything, all kind of, of temptations at us, you know, pornography, drugs, drinking, all that good stuff, right? And we don't have to take it. You know, the, the, the neatest thing I, I found out in, my, in my, my studies was every little thought that I have in this little mind is not my own, praise God. You know what I'm saying? The devil, I mean, I have started, and I started really noticing, uh, sometimes I'll tick, you know, I'll, I'll tick. And, and that was, it's like little fiery darts that the devil's shooting at me because it'll be something in my past. Something stupid I've done or some stupid thing I was thinking or what I was going to do or what can happen in my life. And I, oh, man. That it, it was like a little dart. It hurt. But I have found out I can call upon Jesus. And when that starts happening, I say, Jesus. 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 That's all I have to say. Amen. And you know what? The devil can't stick around. He don't like that name. It's like, it's like getting that fly spray. You know, spraying that fly spray. And then fly whoop, gone. My boss loves that fly spray. I'm telling you what, I mean, we barbecue, you know, there's a bunch of flies. That's good eating. Smells good. I love it. You see how I like it. But I'm here to tell you, them flies get in there. My boss, he, he buys it by the, just every week, he's got a case of it. And he's all over. He gets rid of them flies. We can get rid of them flies too. We call the name of Jesus. Huh? Because he's tempting us every day. Every day. They, uh, uh, I mean, and you know what inspired me to this message? My wife. And you know my wife. She's a godly woman. She stands up and she speaks the truth. And she just, but she sits there and I, and I got to thank you. Lately, she probably about three or four months, she's been saying, you hear her over, not today, Satan. Not today. And that got me thinking. You're right. Not today. Amen. Not tomorrow. Not the day after that. You know why? Because I'm going to say not today, Satan. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. You're forbidden around here. Get out of my head. Get out of my mind. Get out of my house. Amen. Huh? Why not? Jesus said, call on my name. I'll take care of you. Put your burdens upon me. 
My yoke is easy, right? Why not? Everything. Everything to go to the Lord. If you do that, devil can't touch you. Because this right here, like I've told you before, is the most... That's, that's the devil's playground right there. Because he can put things in your head that you don't even know. Amen. You go, I don't even think like that. <laughs> you do now. But what do you do after that? Do you act on it? Or do you call out on Jesus? You know what I'm saying? Do you call out for Jesus? That's what we should be doing. Say, not today, Satan. Not today. You ain't getting me today. You're not getting my family. You're not getting anything around me. You're not getting my church. You're not getting nothing. Because you don't deserve it. It's a great thing that, uh, that we, we can call on the name of Jesus. And it says in uh, Ephesians, y'all might, if y'all don't want to turn, write these down because I, I like, you know me, I have a few verses. <laughs> but it says in Ephesians 4, 26, 27, it says, be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And do not make room for the devil. Amen. Do not make room for the devil. That's what, that's what gets us in trouble. We make room. We welcome him in Amen. half the time. You know what I'm saying? We just and, and sometimes we don't even do it on purpose. We just let him in because we don't do nothing about it. Amen. It says, not today, Satan. Not today. Now, just think, we get temptations. Even Jesus was tempted, Amen. correct? Let's, uh, let's go to uh, Matthew 4, 1. Matthew 4, 1. 1 through 11. Tell me when you don't have it. <laughs> it says, Then Jesus was led up to the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, after he was hungry, now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command those stones to become bread. He had the power to do that. Correct? Everybody with me on that? He had the power. He could do that. But that's not he. That, that was his will. It wasn't the Father's will. Amen. Correct? So then he said, let me turn the page. But he answered and said, it is written, man, now, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word proceeds the, from the mouth of God. The devil looked up at him into the holy city and set, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. You hearing this? You shouldn't tempt the Lord your God. He don't have to show off. 
He done showed off in your life. You still here. You still breathing. Correct? Amen. Come on. Give me a chill bump thinking about that. I'm finna start preaching here in a minute, boy. You gotta watch out. You better hold on to that seat. Y'all got seat belts on these things? Because y'all gonna need them here in a minute. And the devil looked up him and he's in an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. I just hear, I just hear Jesus. Not today, Satan. I ain't gonna happen. I don't like it. I don't like you. And it ain't gonna happen. Huh? Come on. Then Jesus said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and ministered to him. Even Jesus was tempted. And what did he do? He gave honor and glory to the Father Almighty. He said, not today, Satan. It ain't going to happen. Why? Because he, he had God right here. I mean, he knows word for word the, everything that God wants him to do, and he's there. And he says, not today, Satan, because that's not my Father's will. Amen. Amen. That is not my Father's will. And I do what my Father says. Amen. Now, I know you as fathers and mothers know that your children don't always do what you say. But this son did because he was the perfect one, the only perfect one. And he will live here he will come back and we will live with him forever. Amen. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, if you can't get excited about that, you need to start, you need to go to like a therapist or something. If you need to talk to me and I'll pray with you, whatever. But if you can't get excited about that, you might ought to stay here until next Sunday. Just get you a bed, sleep right there, stay right here on the altar, right here. Because Jesus said, come to me. Come to me. I'll take care of you. Correct? Amen. I mean, that's what he said. That's what I get out of it. I said, that's cool with me. Because I sure can't take care of myself, huh? I know somebody got to get an amen out of that one. <laughs> See, Jesus knew that the devil was trying to trap him. He was putting him in a trap. He was trying to get him to think, start thinking of, Something else besides who Jesus was in God. See, he was trying to get, yeah, you're just Jesus. You're just a human. You you know, you're hungry. You're about to starve to death. Your backbone's eating your stomach up. You know what I'm saying? It's just that away. But he said, no, my father will sustain me. My father will take care of me. Whatever trials comes in my way. Whatever daggum thing comes in my way, they want to hurt me, they can't hurt me. You know, <laughs> old fella the other day, sit there, he says, I don't know what I did to the guy. I don't even know what I did. We was in some store, and I said, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what I said, but he said, go to hell. I said, I can't, I'm saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said, go to hell. I said, I can't, I'm saved. 
Jesus is right here. I can't. Nah, I'm joshing, but I have had that happen. You know, I could just see Jesus. I, I, when I was doing this message, I, was, I had Jesus on my mind. Imagine that. But I was seeing Jesus, and I was seeing him with the devil saying, Not today, Satan. Not today. And that, that, that made me feel full, you know, like my cup of thrown off. Do you know how much better you're going to be if you say, not today, Satan, in the name of Jesus? And I'm not just talking about when bad things happen to us. I'm talking when just little things happen, you know? We call him in everything, everything. We call him his name. And don't, and I'm telling you, it will be so much better. Because when we accept God's claim on our lives, we receive God's forgiving mercy. (laughs) (laughs) The empowering grace. Come on. We're getting there. And we have the ultimate, we have the ultimate power. Now, y'all don't get too excited about this because y'all are normal size, see? But I'm a little fat guy. And uh, so... I have the power of a big, tall giant at my disposal. When you're a short, fat guy, that is very exciting. (laughs) Because the only thing I could do with you before I found Jesus would kick you in the shin. It hurt for a little bit, but it didn't take you down. You still got your hind end whooped afterwards. But, you know, I was a hothead, and I just went on ahead and did it. Being a child of God must mean something. It has to mean something. In your life, that, that has, to, it has to dwell in your soul, and it has to have a meaning. You know, God didn't save you just because I wanted to. He loves you. He adores you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And I'm not talking like the relationship that you have with your kids way off, you know, in Tennessee. I'm talking about an everyday, all day, every single second of the day relationship with you. That's what he wants. And if it takes, and if it has to take care of you, then he'll do that too. Come on now. I mean, but we sitting there. Okay, hang on before I get all, I'll be be out there. Says sometimes uh, being tempted is not the problem. Okay, you listening to me? Being tempted is not the problem in our lives. It's what we do with that temptation gets us in trouble. If we get into the temptation, if we give into that temptation, then we're in trouble. But if we call on the name of Jesus, we do not give into that. We get the glory. God gets the glory. Right? God gets the glory. We get the peace. What I, I, that's what I meant to say. God gets the glory. We get the peace. How about it? Do you want peace in your life? Do you like that anxiety that pops up into your head? The stress? I know there's some in here because I feel both gray hair. You know what I'm saying? 
There's a bunch of gray hair there because of stress, anxiety, everything like that. But we call on Jesus and do a little dying, we won't have no gray hair. <laughs> but we need to call on Jesus. That's just straight up the whole truth, to call on Jesus. He's our way out, you know. He's our way out. God gives us a way out on everything. Now, when I was depressed and I was going through that stuff, you know, uh, I don't know if I told you all that, but when the day I came back to church, uh, Pastor Steve was preaching and he was saying, God always gives you a way out. If you're in this deep, dark hole, you're in this deep, dark hole, you can always see the light. No. I could not see the light. When, when I was in the deep, dark hole, I didn't see any light. I was that far. When, when, you, when you're in that hole far enough to, to think about taking your life and try to take your life, I didn't see no light. I might have had my eyes closed, probably. There might have been a light, but I did not see a light that I could, I didn't see any hope. I did not see hope until I got into to the hospital, into the hospital. And it wasn't the doctors that gave me hope. It wasn't the therapist giving me hope. It was the people in there that was giving me a hope. You know, after that, I said, you know, I'm never going to be able to preach again. I'm never going to serve the Lord. Nobody's going to trust me. Now, my name's gone. Everything's gone. My wife, you know, my, I'm just a liar. I'm a hypocrite because uh, I was up there preaching, and I was depressed and, and all that good stuff. But you know who, do you know who told me to quit it, quit thinking like that? And that God has a purpose for me. This guy that I befriended there, he was a Muslim. And he told me, God is not through with you. Don't give up now. And I tell you what, about 10, 12 minutes later, there was a brown bag that came in, that came into my, over to me. And I was like, what is this? You know, and this, this is from your family. Because they could only send you clothes and stuff like that. Well, when I... I got these clothes and everything, and then in there, there was this Bible. Amen. Amen. And, and you say, well, that's a Bible. Yeah. My dad bought me this Bible. My dad told my wife to go get me a Bible from him. From him. My dad don't have a relationship with God. He's, he's, I've tried and I've tried. Now, I know he knows the Lord, but he don't have that relationship with him, you know. And uh, to get this means very, it's very special to me, Amen. Amen. right? And then, then I get this thing, it says, for, to Gary D. Youngblood from Don Youngblood, that's my dad. And then it says, now this is from my daughter, says, I want to remind you who you are. 
You're a man of God. You're a child of a king. You're a part of God's plan. You're redeemed. You're an overcomer. Set apart for his purpose. You are forgiven. I'm telling you what I'm getting so excited. Covered in the blood of the lamb. Uniquely designed. Strong enough through Christ to bear the journey of your, that you're on. Blessed. Then she says, you are a blessing. I would have never thought I'd ever hear that again. And it says, you are loved without conditions. It says, I know you think of things you are not, but here are a few important that you are. You are not alone. You're, pow- you're powerful enough to mess up God's plan. Unredeemable. Damaged goods. A mistaken, A mistake. Unworthy. Done. Too broken. Created with the spirit of fear. That is what I am not. Amen. Amen. This is what I'm talking about. And then my wife says, in your weakness, he is strong. You are held in his hands and no one can take you from it. No one. Not Satan. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, correct? He roars around like a lion seeking whom he may desire. Right? But he can't touch me. He can't touch me. He can't touch you if you call on the name of Jesus. You say, not today, Satan. It ain't happening. Because I'm a child of God. I am a child of the God. And no, nothing can help me. Nothing can hurt me. It says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It says, no temptation has overtaken you that has not, is not common to the man. To a man. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. That's good because I ain't got much ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And you know what he created? He created Jesus. That's your escape. That is the only escape. That's the only door. That's the only way. That's the only exit. It's the only entrance. It's Jesus Christ. And you say, not today, Satan, because I have Jesus Christ in my life. And he's the ruler of my life. He's number one in my life. And I, and I got the mindset now that I am the victor. Amen. Correct? Amen. That's what I'm talking about. See, we went, we're going through the same thing that our Savior went through. He made it. And we are heirs to the throne. We are the same. We have Jesus in our life so we can make it too. You know why? Because he is there with us. The same guy that went through the same thing we're going through is with us as we go through it. And we can call on him anytime we look care. We need to care a whole lot more. Is what I'm saying. You know, this that's just the truth. We need to care about it a whole lot more and call on his name a whole lot more. Do you do that? Do you do that every day? Every second of the day, do you call on Jesus or do you like wallowing in your pain? Sometimes I guess I like to waller because I don't call on him. Then finally I go, wow, I could have had a V8. I could have had Jesus. 
and he could have took that away from me. But no, Gary and his pride, which don't even ask for directions, can't ask for help. I'm trying to change my mindset, and God's working on me on that. Right? That's why I'm here. I'm telling you what God's working with me. This ain't all about you. It's about me too. So, in that, when we encounter pride, we say, not today, Satan. When we encounter injustice or discrimination, we say, not today, Satan. When we have depression, not today, Satan. We all believe when we are tempted to spread rumors and ungodly thoughts to people or we're hurtful to people, just think to yourself, not today, Satan. That's not what God wants. That's that's not what God wants for me. So not today, Satan. It ain't going to happen. We have to do that. You have to make a, a, an effort. You have to get up and say, not today, Satan. It ain't happening. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, get emotional about it. Do not care about what, who's sitting next to you or who's it. Well, you see me, I don't care about what people think. Amen. I'm already funny looking enough as it is. It ain't going to matter if I do something a little stupid. But, <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. But, That's what I'm saying. We have to have, we have to get passionate about it. We have to get boldly about it. We have to do everything that we can to call to make that effort to call upon Jesus when we are in trouble or we need things. Right? We have to make that effort. We have to get up off our honey and make that effort. Let me tell you that Satan and hell, they're very real. Y'all know that, right? Everybody here knows that there is a hell, correct? Everybody raise their hands who knows that. Everybody knows that, all right? And the the devil is real, right? First Peter 5.8 says... Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. Like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. He's looking for something. He's looking for you. He's looking for every one of you. By name. By name. He's looking at you. To come over there and... And, and to change your mind about the way you think, who you are, whose you are, and where you're supposed to be. Amen. He's going to throw real nice, shiny objects in your way. He's going to give you money. He's going to give you all these things, all of your desires. Don't give in. Said, devil, not today. Not today. That's not what God wants for me in my life. God does not want that in my life. So not today. Spiritual warfare is real, correct? Everybody knows that? We're in a battle each and every day. 
I am anyway. I mean, I, I might just be the only one, but I'm in it every day, every second of the day I have to deal with it. There's a battle going in this world, in our families, in our friends, in our hearts, in our minds. There's a battle. But no matter how strong the battle is, no matter what it looks like, the truth is, the war is over. And Jesus got the victory. Hey, look over here in the back. You'll find out. You know what I'm saying? I'm that kind of guy that just goes, whew, I've got to find out what the heck, the, what the ending is on this before I even start the other stuff. Jesus wins in the back of this here book. You know what that means? We're winners too. We're victors too, amen. Man, I like that. Says, I read you the First Peter 5, 8. But let's go to let's let's go on and do some more of that. Uh, I don't think my I don't think it has it in here. <laughs> okay, first uh, first Peter five, and we're gonna go from nine to eleven. It says, resist him, steadfast in your faith, knowing the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, perfect and established, strengthened and settled you, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Huh? That says... That there's people just like yourself, the brotherhood and sisterhood, that we're all suffering. Amen. We're suffering the same things, but we still have the same, same out. We have the same outlet. Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Why not? He's a good one. Amen. He's a good one. And I believe in him. I love him and I cherish him. Amen. And and Lord, please forgive me where I fell you, but I'm not going to fail you. I'm not calling your name. Not anymore. Because I found out how good it is to be with peace. Amen. To have peace in my life. I've never felt this way in my entire life until not until very shortly that I things don't bother me as much. Now, don't get me wrong. Things will rile me up sometimes. But it ain't like it used to be. Amen. And I'm getting better and better each and every day. But when things go wrong, I'm like, okay. Jesus, you got a problem. <laughs> he said it. He said, ask me. Okay, here you go. Your problem. Because I'm saying not today, Satan. You want to fight with somebody? Fight with, my, fight with Jesus. Go ahead and fight with Jesus. He's a better adversary than I am anyway. You only fight me because I'm little and short and weak. But I got Jesus on my side, and he's strong. He's very strong. Now, this is where the... I don't want to offend nobody, 
I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But this is the truth. This is what God told me. This is what God told me. He didn't tell you. He told me. And now I'm telling you. But he told me because I was probably the same way. He says, there are things in this world that is so appalling and crazy. I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, there's some people out there that are thinking, they're out there. You know what I'm saying? How can you think that way? It's because of the devil. But, listen to me. It's our fault. Most of it's our fault. Why things are happening in this world today is our fault. Why? Because we sit on our pews. It's nice and cool in here. Got the fans going. We had some praise and worship. We're doing good. After this, we're going to go eat good food, right? We're going to go eat good food. We're going to live our life while the world keeps hounding everything. But it's not all. I mean, because we sit there and let it happen. We let things happen. Now, now I'm going to let you off a little bit. It's not all our fault. Some of this is scriptures. Huh? It's supposed to happen. People get all, oh, this world's going to hell in the handbag. Good. (laughs) That's what Jesus said it was going to be. That means he coming back sooner. Right? I get excited about it because I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus. Are y'all not looking forward to seeing Jesus? Now, I don't want to go right now. Okay, especially by myself. But if Jesus were to come back, we're all winning. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be all right. I can dig that. Yeah, I like it like that. But we, as a church, and I'm not talking about this building. This, this is not the church. This is the building where we meet. The church is you. That is the church. Whether you're outside this building, you're at home, you're at Walmart, you're at Home Depot, you're in the bathroom, you're the church. Amen. You're the church. And wherever you are, Jesus is. Amen. So be careful where you take him. I've taken him to some bad places. And I have to ask for forgiveness over that. But we, as the child of God, as the church of God, need to stand up, get off these pews, get out in the world, and we need to start telling people, look, if you want something better, say, not today, Satan. We have to get out there and preach to these people. You're saying, I'm not a preacher. You got a mouth, don't you? Huh? You got a brain. You can write... Write somebody, text somebody, do something besides sit there. Besides sit there. And stand up and say, not today, Satan. You're not getting any more people today. And if we all do that, and if we can get the world to do that, do you know how better off heaven, I mean heaven's going to be, I want heaven just to burst full of people. Do you not want that? I mean, we have people in our families that are going to hell. 
and we just sit back. Really? I've done it. I'm still doing it. I sit there, I don't want to talk to him because he don't want to hear what I want to say, so I'm not even going to bother him. No. You need to bother him. You need to wear him out with the word. Say, I don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to hear it, but you're going to hear it anyhow. And then you're going to spread the seed. God's going to water him. If you do what God asks you to do, he will take care of it. Do you believe that? Then you're then the family members, and I'm talking to myself. I ain't talking just to you. I'm, t- I'm saying it to myself. Our family members are people that we know should not be going to hell. Amen. Amen. We should hound it and press it into them that, hey, look, you're, things finna go bad. You finna get left. And I hope you don't, they're they gonna send you a place. They ain't got no air conditioning. I know you're in Texas and you're used to the heat, but it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? My daggum air conditioning went out this weekend. Matter of fact, I was like, oh, I guess Jesus is trying to get me close to hell because it's hot up in here. But it's, it's okay. I live. Well, I'm living. It still ain't fixed. Couldn't get nobody out there. But it's still, I mean, I'm okay. I made it. I made it here. Thank God you got air conditioning because I've been missing it. <laughs> but I just want y'all to to take out of here with a different mindset. I want you to come, go out that door a whole lot different thinking than when you came in this door. I need, God needs, not I, God needs each and every one of you to step up and say, not today, Satan. And I pray for each and every one of you. I pray for each and every one of you that nothing happens. And the funny thing is, you know how when you sit there and you pray for patience? God don't give you patience. He tries your patience to work it out. So my prayer this morning was, Lord, I know it's not today, Satan, that he's going to throw all kinds of temptations at how to try to tempt me and everything. But in the name of Jesus, please don't let that happen because I don't want that to happen. I don't pray for patience no more. Just whatever. Because... He'll try that. Because <laughs> everything you try, most of the time you try, he's going he gonna to test you if you're really true. You remember that daggum, uh, what was that movie where they had the book and he had to go each and every day doing this thing? What was that? It was a Christian movie. The same one that does the facing the giants and, and all that stuff. What was that movie? It comes right out of my mind. <laughs> Anyway, it, it, was, it was a movie, and it had a book. They even got a book out. And each and every day, you're supposed to do this to your partner. You know, like, love her even though, and, and talk to her nice, even if she's the most angry she's ever been at you. You still love her and cherish her and talk nice to her. Well, that's probably like the fourth day when it says that. And I got to that part where it said, love your wife, show her that you love her, even in despair. And that day, she was the meanest she's ever been. That day was like, and the Antichrist got to hope to her, and it was crazy. I looked at that book, and I was like, 
I don't think so. Not today, Satan. You know what I'm saying? I flung that thing. It was fireproof. That's what it's called. Fireproof. I flung that book, boy. I ain't going to not today, Satan. That was terrible. Oh, don't let me get off. But I pray for each and every one of you that you walk out of here different. If you have any prayers, please come up. I want to pray for you.